It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. This month, I'm partnering with my friends at Papa and Barkley to teach cannabis classes in San Francisco, focusing on the healing power of terpenes. To make my life efficient, I figured I might as well tackle terpenes for you, too, while the subject matter is fresh on my mind. Also, one of my besties is visiting from Austin, so I'm posted up at her fancy hotel for a little staycation. She's the chief of staff for somebody important at a big company, and I'm enjoying the perks for a few days. One being that I didn't have to commute from Oakland to the Mission in rush hour traffic to teach a terpenes class yesterday. Instead, I was able to show up early and relaxed, and I talked terpenes with some fabulous women who are smart and on it. These ladies are taking control of their health while finding so much joy in curiously experimenting with cannabis, and they're asking questions and adjusting along the way. Some days offer great reminders of how much fun it is to keep exploring. Don't plateau, don't get complacent, keep getting better and learning more and trying new things and finding new appreciation for the things you already have and be grateful as you uncover new perspectives on old ideas. All right, I'm climbing down off my motivational soapbox. Let's get on with the show. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just Today, I hope to inspire you to breathe in your surroundings in a whole new way while we explore the world of terpenes. Simply put, 
Terpenes are the essential oils of plants. When you smell and taste cannabis, you're experiencing those terps. Terpenes are organic compounds produced by most plants and even some insects, affecting smell and flavor profiles. Terpenes serve two major functions in a plant's life cycle, to protect the flower from predators and to produce resin. Many plants, particularly woody plants, produce resin in response to injury. The resin acts like a botanical band-aid, protecting the plant from invasion by insects or pathogens. And for those important plant pollinators, resin is their sweet reward. In cannabis, the resin is hashish and contains not only those powerful terpenes, but also the phytocannabinoids we know and love, like THC, CBD, CBG, CBC, and on and on and on. Terpenes are mostly known from their use in the fragrance industry, but they also play a role in conventional and alternative medicine, most commonly in aromatherapy. Each terpene has varying effects on both the body and mind and contributes to the entourage effect. You do remember what the entourage effect is, right? Well, in case you need a refresher, the range of available cannabinoids and terpenes work best together to enhance the collective benefits, creating a symphony for wellness. I'll share my cannabinoid and terpene charts with you in the show notes at casuallybake.com. Terpenes can also be synthetically made as flavors, aromas, and food additives. A great example of food-grade terpenes usage is in the fruit-flavored sparkling waters I'm addicted to by Waterloo. The watermelon sparkling water is mind-blowingly delicious and accurate. I also love the grapefruit, lemon, and black cherry flavors, and it's seriously all about the terps. Before we dive into some of the major terpenes of cannabis, I want to point out that most terpene research is still in the preliminary stage, which means scientists are studying petri dishes and testing mice instead of humans. It's also important to remember that researchers almost never use smoking as a consumption method. Oral, topical, and injected methods are all far more commonly tested. All of that means that terpenes have a wealth of medical potential, but we're still learning exactly what all they can do and how they do it. The cool thing about learning about terpenes is that you can then customize your cannabis experience, not only by choosing strains with the cannabinoid and terpenes you want, but also by pairing cannabis products with functional foods or herb-infused teas to further enhance the medicinal benefits. For example, myrcene is the most abundant terpene found in cannabis. The mango fruit contains significant amounts of myrcene. So eating mango before consuming cannabis will strengthen the effects of THC and increase its absorption rate. That's right, mango can help you get even higher if you're into that sort of thing. Myrcene is also found in lemongrass, So steeping some lemongrass in a cup of hot water and drinking while you're consuming cannabis can have similar effects. Another example, the terpene osamine inhibits enzymes related to type 2 diabetes and hypertension. So it's a great addition to a diabetic's wellness toolkit. 
Consider not only consuming cannabis strains and products containing osamine, but also planning meals that include basil, pepper, and tarragon, as they're also high in osamine. If smoked or vaped, osamine can also help clear out congestion in your airway. If you have a strain that particularly makes you cough every time, it very well might contain osamine. Alpha-humulene is common in most cannabis strains and has an earthy, woody scent. It's found in highest concentration in hops, so it's responsible for that distinctive smell of beer. Humulene also naturally occurs in sage, coriander, ginger, and ginseng. Like many terpenes, it fights harmful insects, but it also has interesting medical benefits to us as humans. Humulene is a powerful anti-inflammatory and anti-pain compound. It is also said to have anti-cancer properties. And ladies, one other unique quality about humulene is that it acts as an appetite suppressant, like the cannabinoid THCV, showing promise for weight loss treatments. More random interesting trivia, pine trees, orange orchards, and sunflower fields emit alpha-humulene into the atmosphere. According to Leafly, some strains known to test high in humulene include White Widow, Girl Scout Cookies, and Headband. Obviously, check lab results for final cannabinoid and terpene breakdowns to know for sure what you're getting. Limonene is the most pungent citrus-oriented terpene, giving off scents of lemon, orange, and grapefruit while relieving stress and elevating moods. In addition to being relaxing, limonene has antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-carcinogenic properties and can also be used for treating chronic acid reflux and gallstones. In a clinical trial of 200 patients, limonene was shown to be effective in reducing gallstones in 67% of patients. 48% of those 200 participants experienced fully dissolving gallstones. I'll link to the report in the show notes so you can share and discuss with your doctor. If you're willing to do a bit of homework, you have the ability to consciously create your own entourage effect. The first step is to fine-tune your cannabis flower or product selection, and I've got some pro tips to get you started. First, focus on how you want to feel. What are you treating or seeking relief from? Is it depression or chronic muscle tension or insomnia? Or maybe it's all of the above. Maybe you've got cancer or Alzheimer's in your family history and you're interested in some preventative maintenance. Make a list. Then cross-reference your relief list with the terpene and cannabinoid charts I'm sharing with you in the podcast show notes at casuallybake.com. Notate which cannabinoids and terpenes are best to help you treat what aches and pains you. Next, choose cannabis flower and products based on your comfort with the psychoactive effects of THC and your preferred method of consumption. You're looking to create a repeatable solution, so don't buy something you won't use or keep up with long term. Remember, If you don't want to get high, you can get many of the same medicinal benefits of THC from THCA without the psychoactivity. Cannabis in its raw form is excellent for you. If you enjoy feeling high, be aware that strains with 10 to 17% THC 
will give you a relatively functional high depending on how much you consume. And strains with upwards of 20% THC might make you a bit anxious or paranoid if you don't microdose. Once you narrow down the THC levels and types of products that best suit you, now it's time to read labels. Review the cannabinoid and terpene blends and concentrations of each and choose according to your relief list. Unfortunately, many dispensaries and brands are not yet including the terpene details on their packaging because it's an expensive additional test they don't want to pay for. I've got a couple of things to say about that. First, you won't see what you want until you ask for it. Bug your bud tender or dispensary manager. Tweet at your favorite brands requesting those important details. Terpenes are the unsung heroes of your cannabis experience. The next thing I'll say is if you've got a nose for wine, you'll be great at sniffing out the terpenes in cannabis. If you don't, you can train your nose. Start with the strain you already have. Look it up on leafly.com or weed maps and review the strain profile to find out which terpenes are most common in that strain. Now, pinch and smell the flower. Which aromas are you picking up? Which is the strongest? Just like if you're in a fragrance shop picking out a new perfume, sniff some coffee beans or the back of your arm to reset your nose and try again with a different strain. It takes practice, but it's a valuable skill if you can develop it. Once you start experimenting with identifying the terpenes, you'll find that the scents are really complex. Cannabis has typically 10 major terpenes and 20 secondary terpenes, and there are over 170 additional terpenes. So the scents can be super complex. I close my eyes so that I can focus all of my senses into my nose. <laughs> it can be a little bit challenging, but it's also fascinating. So I hope you'll try it. Have fun with it. If you're not any good at sniffing out terpenes, don't worry. Before too long, it's going to be a requirement that all of these identifying terpenes are listed on the packaging and flowers that you get in the dispensary. But give it a shot. Have fun. Now, all that's left to do is experiment. On the first go, consume the new product or flower strain totally sober. No other pain meds or booze or caffeine for that matter. You want to create a baseline for how the strain makes you feel. Be mindful of how you're feeling in your body and mind and record that data in a dosage tracker or notebook or spreadsheet, whatever makes you feel organized. Include the date and time, how you're feeling at the moment, which strain or product you're consuming, which method of consumption you're using, and the dosage. That could be two puffs from a vaporizer, half a bowl, three milligrams of a tablingual, five milligrams of an edible, whatever. Write that shit down. And then set a reminder and check in 30 minutes later. How do you feel now? Record the data of how your body and mind feel along with any side effects you didn't anticipate, like dry mouth or scatterbrain or sluggishness. 
Do this a few times until you find the right dosage of that strain or determine that it's the wrong strain or product for you. Once you find the various strains or products to assist you in your wellness routine, you can begin experimenting with the addition of aromatherapy and functional foods like fruits and herbs with your cannabis routine to boost that entourage effect even further. Don't forget to record the data and let me know how it goes. You got your face fixed up nice with all those little, little colored lights. Terpenes are rad, and I've made it super easy for you newbies, partners, and wellness warriors to learn more. Check out the podcast show notes at casuallybake.com to find helpful info and handy reference charts. And as always, if you learned something, I really hope that you will share this episode with a friend or family member. And if you have your own question or feedback, I hope you'll reach out to me at ask at casuallybaked.com. I'd love to hear from you. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. I'm so happy and honored to be on this journey with you. Now get back out there, but promise me you'll stop and smell the terpenes. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.